This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with musicians A.J. Fullerton and Jake Friel for round two, talking about their take on blues music. Gentlemen, welcome back to the program. Hey, glad to be back. Thanks for having us. I am surprised with your busy schedule that you could stick around for an extra week, but thanks a lot. We really appreciate it. Now, last time we talked about your various influences. You, you mentioned people like Mississippi John Hurt, the great slide guitarist uh, Ry Cooter. Mm-hmm. I still have a copy of the album Bop Till You Drop. I think. Oh, oh man. I've got that on little, vinyl. Little Sisters on that album, yeah. as I recall. Uh, we talked a little bit about your uh, upcoming recording process, uh, some of your tour schedule. Let's change gears a little bit. Best concert you ever saw? Oh, man. Or, or a couple in, of any genre. Jake, you go first. Nope. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny enough. In the past year, the past year and a half, I got to see two of my heroes, which would be I got to see Ry Cooter on his most recent oh, tour. Wow. Yeah. And his son, Joaquin, opened the show, and that was really cool. And then I got to see uh, Sonny Landreth, too. Mm. Got to meet him and. uh that was really awesome. I mean, it's hard. Um, you don't see a lot of music as a musician because a lot of times you're you're busy playing when the concerts are happening. Right. I mean, festivals are kind of the the uh, exception. But I have a couple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was actually the same weekend. My so Canton has a blues festival, and a few years ago it used to be one of the biggest in the country, and one year they had Taj Mahal. And Johnny Winter on the same bill. Oh, <laughs> and uh, so Friday night was Taj Mahal, and Saturday night was Johnny Winter. I was right up front for Taj Mahal, and like three songs into his set, which was like an hour long, he his guitar broke. And so he played the rest of the show on the banjo. <laughs> and so it, like he played all his hits and all these great songs <laughs> on the banjo and the, with the full band and everything, and it was amazing. And then the next night was, uh, was Johnny Winter, and it was a three-piece but it was the it it was the fullest sound I'd ever heard, and he had that strange you know that that uh, guitar without the headstock the Steinberger yeah, yeah Steinberger yeah, and uh, he just he sounded amazing, and they like they basically carried him out on stage. This was right before he died, and but he you wouldn't have been able to tell if you had your eyes closed, you know. That's <laughs> wild. That's uh, that's great. How about any early concerts that you heard? You know, before you were in the in the music biz, so to speak. Well, there there is one thing that really comes to mind for me uh, when I I'm trying to think how old it was. I was when a teenager. you saw Tool for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Katy Perry really yeah. really changed my life. No, um, when I was a teenager, my dad took me up. This is before I even played. Really, my dad took me to Telluride Blues and Brews. I want to say it was like '09 or maybe 2010, something like that. And it was a, like a ridiculously stacked lineup. It was BB King, Jimmy Vaughn, George Thorogood, Tedeschi Trucks. I mean, I know I'm spacing out some of the other people. Like, uh, I think even a T model Ford was there, and uh, Cedric Burnside, Lightning Malcolm. Like, it was one of these these things where like I really had never been to a festival, and the first one I go to is completely just like one of the best festival lineups I've ever even today seen. Mm-hmm. And I remember going there, and I was just awestruck. And I remember my dad actually bought me my first slide that weekend when I was up there because I was like, I think I was watching Derek Trucks, and I'm like, my gosh, wow. <laughs> so that's for me. Now he has more than one. I think there's more than one slide at the house. Yeah. I still got that one though. That's yeah. that's right. So what about a couple of your favorite 
CDs mm. today. You get a lot of windshield time. I imagine there's some CDs uh, in the in the glove box. Oh yeah, Jake. What what comes to mind? Well, there's a um, there's a Freddie King instrumental record mm. that he came out with when he was he was still on the King label, and uh, the whole A side is instrumentals, and then the B side is him doing like "What About Love" and <laughs> like uh, uh, all these great blues numbers, and that's uh, that's a common one. Another really great Freddie King record that I make him listen to all the time is "The Burglar." That's like yeah, you know funky. that's like. That's when, that's when blues and funk kind of collided in the early seventies. <laughs> I, I like to all, always point out in uh, things like this that, as much as we love the classic records, there's also a lot of really, really good music still being made today. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically talking about the, the session we're doing in Canada, a couple of my favorite artists these days are actually Canadian. There's a guy named Paul Reddick. I'm a really big fan of. He writes really. Um, very much blues music. It, it's it's blues form, blues uh, tones and 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 textures. But it, a lot of it's very inspired lyrically. Yeah, it's like if a poet turned into a blues musician. Mm-hmm. He, mm. I'm a huge fan of him. Obviously, Monkey Junk and Steve Mariner, who are producing the record. A guy named Garrett Mason, who is just he's a guitar player that is absolutely unlike almost anybody else in style and, and tonality. So. I try to keep my ears open, not only to the stuff that I grew up on and the classics, but there's some really good stuff still being made. Let me remind folks that uh, here at the station, we've got, last time I heard f- from uh, A.J. Biggerstaff, our, one of our blues DJs, we've got 6,000 blues cuts in our library. And wow. on, on Tuesday at 2 o'clock is Second Street Blues with A.J. Biggerstaff. And... At 2 o'clock on Thursday is uh, Sally Barnes bringing you the Second Street Blues. So we're, we, we like Sally to get into the Yeah, we know here. Sally. Sally's yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, through the magic of radio, if we could assemble three or four blues musicians mm. from any point in history, living or dead, and bring them into the studio for a little jam session with you guys, who would, who would be on that list? Oh, man. Jake? <laughs> <laughs> you want to take that? Oh, man. I'm kind of lost. That threw me. I like. I thought of three, and then I was like, "But there's this guy." Oh, well, just man. throw out a few names because I mean, this is because of your schedule. You have to leave pretty soon. This is probably not actually going to happen. So oh, we don't, oh, don't want to over. We don't want to overthink it. So, <laughs> I mean, obviously, any of any of the the heroes that Jake or I grew up listening to, I think we would really love to even just talk with, let alone play with. Yeah, I mean. Any any of the chess the chess guys, I would have loved to just sit down and talk with them. But I'd love to hear Tampa Red and um, Lonnie Johnson play together. That would be pretty intense. Maybe Sonny Boy and Mississippi John play together. That'd be interesting. I always think about that. You know the interesting uh, the interesting lineups. Actually, you know, just speaking of of somebody, I really wish I could have met or and, and played with. Trying to think outside the box, you know, not just pick someone easy, someone kind of like just. You know, like the obvious ones, like Alan Wolf or Muddy, uh, Sean Costello. That was okay. what I was going to say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he was a contemporary blues artist. I want to say he, he passed died away, way too young, he like in '09 or something like that. He was only in his 30s, maybe. 27. Okay. 27. Yeah. So let me remind folks: we're visiting with AJ Fullerton and Jake Friel, blues musicians in town for a concert. How about playing a, a song or two? I think folks would love to hear uh, where all these influences ended up on your guitar and vocal styles. 
I think we can do that. Sure. So, AJ, what are we going to hear? I think we're going to do a, a cut off our new acoustic uh, record coming out here. This is a track called Southbound Train. Is all right if I sing this one? Yeah. Train, AJ Fullerton, Jake Friel. Gentlemen, thanks for that. We're, we're working through it. <laughs> we're waking up. How about one more? Uh, do you know another one? Uh, <laughs> Sometimes. Some days, if it's a good one. Let me think here for a second. Um, oh, I know. How about uh, F? Put them in my pocket. <laughs> this is that slide I was talking about. This is the first one. Really? Mm hmm. I, I know because it's got a dent from playing right there. It's starting to get there. 
Fine, mighty fine. One of my favorites. One of my, where did that one come from? That is a that's a traditional piece. That's I mean that goes that goes back to before the guitar or the harmonica were here. <laughs> so. I've heard many versions of that. Sometimes we just figure out the lyrics as we're going. Gentlemen, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having us, Gary. We've been visiting with AJ Fullerton from Fort Collins and Jake Friel from Canton, Ohio, singing the blues. My name's Gary. We'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. 
Walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 